Welcome to episode 89 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I'm your host and I'm your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And today's video is on 14 tips that I learned while I was in Disney World during the 2018 year. So I'm really excited to share this with you. I hope you can all uh, forgive me because I'm using a brand new microphone setup. I'm trying to figure it out and I also seem to have I don't know if I was dehydrated or I had some coughing hacks in the middle of this. So I'm tr I've tried to cut out the coughing, but hopefully the sound quality is a ton better than usual. Let me know if you're a frequent listener, if you feel like the sound quality was better. I can't wait to hear your feedback. So far, I'm like astonished. I feel like it is really, really great. So I'm excited to hear your feedback, but let's not delay any further. We have 14 tips to discuss. And if you stick around to the end, we'll talk about the bonus tip. So here we go. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who've overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. All right, we were recording. We're just getting all the footage here right now today. <laughs> okay, so welcome. This is the first time I'm using this new mic set that my husband just got me for Christmas. He was so excited that it came in from Amazon and he opened it immediately for me and said, hey, I want you to use this tonight. So pretty cool. We're hoping that the sound comes through here. But it's a trial and error a little bit, so I'm excited to have you guys with me. Today we're gonna go over 14 tips that I learned while vacationing in Walt Disney World this year. So I've been to Disney World three times this year and I was terrified all three times that I was going to be gaining weight and stressed out and not be able to get my fitness in. And I'm, I'm proud to say that that has not been the case. So I'm gonna go over 14 things that I learned this year that helps me out through keeping on top of my health and fitness and will help you to do the same. And then if you stick around to the end, I do a bonus tip. So we will talk about that after number 14. So let's dive into it. All right, number one is that Walt Disney World has some awesome bomb diggity workout facilities. I'm telling you, like better than some gyms that I've been to. I was really impressed for my honeymoon in January of 2018, we stayed at the Wilderness Lodge and it was awesome. We didn't have to skip a beat for the couple days that we were there and we just loved it. I was really impressed and I could not wait to go back. My second trip, I did not stay at a Disney hotel, but there was a gym in the hotel facility that I was in. And then my third stay at Disney this year in October, I stayed at a different hotel and I will get to that in 
another tip. Yeah, that actually brings us to tip number two. Okay, so tip number two is that even though Disney has some really awesome workout facilities, they actually don't have workout facilities in value level resorts or and some moderate level resorts. So if you're staying at places like um, any of the all-star hotels and resorts or the Pop Century, they're not going to have a workout facility. So that's a bummer. But if you know that ahead of time, then it's easier to figure out how to plan your workouts and everything accordingly. Okay, tip number three is there's um, parking at the hotel now, but... Well, there's parking. Of course there's parking. There's parking cost at the hotels now. And it varies between like 12 or I think it's $14 and $20 a day, depending on whether you are at a value level resort or a deluxe resort. So keep that in mind. You know, if you're flying, then it's obviously a non-issue. But if you want to get a workout in and you need to drive somewhere, then you need to keep in mind that you've got to pay for parking at the hotel and they do track it through your magic band and through your reservations so keep that in mind this brings me to tip number four there's uber and lyft all over the place in walt disney world in orlando it is fabulous it is such a time saver we used it every single time we went and i i just don't like waiting on a bus a lot of times so unless i know that that bus is picking me up really soon i am probably getting an Uber or a Lyft. And Walt Disney World uses the minivans. If you haven't seen them yet, they work, they partner with Lyft to use minivans. So there are minivans that have mini on the side of them as well. And very, very convenient. So if you don't feel like waiting for a bus, then Uber or Lyft, all the ride shares, is just so much more convenient, saves a lot of time. Moving on to number five, the Disney dining plan. I loved the Disney dining plan. We did not use it in January and I did not use it in May, but I did use it when I went back in October and it was awesome. I did not work out the details of whether I saved money or didn't. I felt like it saved me money, but I think more importantly, it saved me time and stress. And if you are somebody that wants to try a lot of different things and you're not super worried about the price and you're more about just enjoying the experience and not you know, worrying about getting the best value for your different credits, then I would highly recommend the Disney dining plan. I've only used the regular Disney dining plan, not the um, quick service and not the deluxe dining plan. So I can't speak to those, but I was really, really happy with the regular plan and I would definitely use it again. It just saves time. It saves energy with not having to pull out a credit card. Think about the cost of every single restaurant that you go into. Now, the downside to that is that if you're not used to having a lot of desserts or a lot of fancy drinks, those things are included. So you could easily end up spending a lot more money and a lot more calories on things that you didn't think you really needed. So you do have to weigh your options and it's going to be different for everybody. Moving on to number six, festivals and special events at Walt Disney World. I was there for two different festivals at Epcot this year, the Flower and Garden and then uh, the one in October I was just there for, oh, food and wine, fabulous. I mean, if you're there to try all the food, Epcot is the place to be. You definitely want to be there during a festival. I think there's a lot of small bites, a lot of like small tasting plates that you can enjoy and it's just a ton of fun. I don't think you necessarily need to be on the dining plan, although you can use snack credits at all the little booths, but 
it was just fun. It was a good time. It was tons of food. So if you're there for the food, then I would definitely go around a festival time. And I would recommend going during the week and not on a weekend because the difference in the crowds is enormous. So definitely go during the week during a festival if you're there for the adulting and for the food and for the wine. <laughs> And then the events at Magic Kingdom, I went to my first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party in October. Really, really enjoyed that. Not so much for the trick-or-treating. It was really cute, but holy cow. If you're trying to avoid candy, that's probably not the place to be. It's a ridiculous amount of candy. I mean, you just get piles and piles of candy, and it just doesn't end, and you can get back in line as many times as you want. It was too much candy, but the food and the snacks were a lot of fun, even though you had to pay extra for some of them. And the wait time was way down on, on the ride. So that in itself, I think, was worth paying for that extra park ticket. It, it pretty much cost the same as an extra park ticket for those parties. If you're looking to avoid crowds and have way less wait times for rides that you probably can't get on without a fast pass during the day, then I highly recommend going to one of those parties instead of maybe buying the park, it, park ticket for the entire day. Number, where are we? Number seven, parking lot workouts. So if you didn't know, you can definitely bring your own workout equipment with you and work out in the parking lot of different resorts and hotels. I stayed, in October, I stayed in, we stayed in Pop Century? No, we stayed in the All-Star Music Resort. Yeah, and then I moved to, I think I moved, yeah, I moved to Pop Century. So I stayed in two different resorts. They were both value level resorts, but I brought with me, since I drove a set of body pump bars and some dumbbells and a jump rope and just some other little weights and stuff that fit in the back of my truck. And it was absolutely no problem whatsoever to work out in the parking lot. Nobody said a thing to me. A couple of people saw me, no big deal. So definitely an option. Number eight, protein snacks. Big tip here, I really feel like Disney has stepped up their game when it comes to incorporating a lot of healthy foods and healthy snacks. However, protein snacks is something that I just didn't find a lot of. There were some hard-boiled egg options as snack credits. There was some, some Greek yogurt, <coughs> like the Chobani Greek yogurts, and some like chia seed Greek parfaits. I recommend bringing protein shakes. I recommend bringing protein bars. Heck, you can even bring your own, excuse me, holy cow, you can even bring your own meals into the parks. So I would recommend bringing your own protein snacks. On the flip side, number nine, fruits and veggie snacks. I was really impressed with how many different fruit and vegetable snacks I saw around Walt Disney World. So I think if you are looking for something healthy, you can definitely find it in the parks. If you don't want the Mickey pretzel, if you don't want the chocolate covered frozen banana, I know my mom always wants one, but if you don't want those things <clears throat> and you really do want to make sure that you have healthy, nutrient-dense snacks, there are a ton of fruit and vegetable options. So that's pretty cool. All right, tip number 10, use a Disney vacation planner. Seriously, use an authorized Disney vacation planner. This does not prohibit you from making your own plans and making adjustments to your plan, but it's free, you guys. It's absolutely free to work with an authorized Disney vacation planner. And they're gonna be the ones who will get up at five or six o'clock in the morning to get you your fast passes at 60 days out or at 30 days out, depending on whether or not you are staying in a Walt Disney World resort or not. So there are a lot of perks. They can find all the same deals as you, but they might be 
a lot more well-versed in what Disney has going on and what recommendations they can make to you. So it doesn't cost you a penny, a penny, <laughs> a penny. They do a lot of the legwork for you and uh, they get a commission from Disney. So there's really no downside to working with an authorized Disney vacation planner. Took a lot of stress off of me when we worked with one this year. So highly, highly recommend. Tip number 11. I learned that the best times of year to go happened to be the three times that I went. <laughs> so I'm sure there's some overlap, but I went in the beginning of January. So from January 8th through like the 18th, I went for like 10 days mid-January. Fantastic. Barely had any crowds at all. I also went in May. I want to say it was mid-May. It was right before school got out. Again, very few lines, very, very, very easy to navigate the parks at that time of year. Wasn't too hot. It was still really enjoyable. Uh, January was still a little chilly out depending on the day, but it wasn't too bad. And then mid-October, it was really a good time to go as well. The weekends were a little bit more crowded, but during the week, I had a great time. I didn't feel like it was overly crowded by any means. I don't think we had very much of a wait time on anything actually. So <clears throat> I'm sure that will change depending on the year, but I enjoyed it. Tip number 12, and I actually just found this out. So I'm thinking this is kind of more of a plan for 2019 tip. Disney is going cashless. <clears throat> so what does that mean? It means that they're not going to accept cash in a lot of places. You can pay with your magic band. You can pay with a credit card. You can pay with Disney visas or gift cards. You can prepay for a lot of things, but there are certain resorts that are testing this out, kind of beta testing right now. They are going cashless and they are not allowing cash. So we'll see if that sticks or not. But for sure in 2019, you need to be prepared that cash is not going to be accepted in some places. Tip number 13, and this actually goes for a lot of hotels other than just Walt Disney World resorts, is there are no microwaves in Walt Disney World resorts. So keep that in mind when you're doing your planning and you want to bring things from home. There are no microwaves and there aren't any in the lobbies either. So just keep that in mind. There are some portable microwaves out there. You can probably find them at Target or on Amazon, but just keep that in mind. Okay, tip number 14 and the last tip before the bonus tip is my Disney experience. Holy cow, my Disney experience is a fabulous app. And I just don't know if you can go on a Disney vacation anymore without using this app. It gives you everything from making your lodging reservations, your food reservations, your it tells you the wait times for different rides. It tells you where the bathrooms are. You can see how many credits are left on your Disney dining plan. I mean, anything and everything. It is really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty interactive. It gives you lots of pictures, gives you the menus for different restaurants. I just think overall, this is a really, really, really great app. And so I would highly recommend that you use it. Which brings me to bonus tip. So tip number 15 after my full year of traveling back and forth from Louisiana to Walt Disney World, I am really happy to announce that I, I am an author. And I am the author of a book called Healthy Disney, Your Planning Guide to a Fit and Magical Vacation. And this is volume one. It is currently, as I'm recording this, available for pre-order on Amazon. And as of Friday, 
the 21st of December, it will be uh, live and available for purchase and it'll be sent to you via digital download link. So I'm really excited and I'm, I'm excited to tell you about this because if you liked these tips right here, that's gonna be 177 pages of more tips. <laughs> so if this is interesting to you, if this is helping you plan, this guide is for you. It's got activities in it. It takes you through step-by-step step what you need to do when you're planning your vacation. So this is all the things that you need to do before you show up, before you arrive at your hotel and at the park on your first day of the vacation. Everything from 180 days out all the way up to the week of your trip. There's checklists, there's activities that take you through mental mindset and how to prepare your family members and friends for your workout schedule and your nutrition and the different types of workout and exercise facilities that are available to you. And just, there's so much, there's so much information packed in there. I cannot wait for you to go check it out. So that is your next tip is I'm gonna put the link to that Amazon, um, or I'm gonna put the Amazon link down below if you're watching this on YouTube and <coughs> it will be in the description box. <coughs> Excuse me, if you're listening on the podcast. So that is what I have for you today. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, my name is Danny. I am your host and I'm your resource for fitness, food, and travel, specifically when it comes to Disney. I love talking about just how to handle your workouts and your nutrition whenever you are busy and on the go and trying to really enjoy the most magic out of your vacation. So I'm here to give that to you. Make sure you comment below and let me know which of these tips is your favorite? And if you have any other tips you would like to add to this list, I can't wait to hear from you. And until next time, go be healthy and enjoy your Disney trip. I can't wait to see you guys in the next video. Um, consider subscribing if you enjoyed this episode and this video, whether you're listening to it on podcast or watching it on YouTube. Love to see those new subscribers come in. I'd love to know um, if you guys enjoy this content. So give the video a thumbs up if you're watching and that lets me know that you guys enjoy this content but other than that i will see you guys in the next video and i will talk to y'all on monday in the next podcast episode and hopefully i'll have worked out the kinks to this new microphone and recording set so that's about it for me you guys have a wonderful evening and i'll talk to you soon bye so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.